Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus. I come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you, the one true God.
Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. tonight. Go ahead and pray. A definite encounter. Definite encounter tonight by the Spirit. Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus. I come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you. The one true God. Oh. 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Shalom, evening church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory. Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for your life. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. It is a great honor to have all of you here this wonderful evening. Hallelujah. I believe strongly that by the time we are leaving this place, some of you, in fact, all of us, will come to a place of deep understanding even about God. Amen. We will leave this place with an empowerment even of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And whatever the Lord has purposed will surely be revealed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. By the special grace of God, I think we have 3 million likes. 3 million likes on this platform wow it's an amazing experience we give god praise and i think um, we have over 265,000 downloads um, 
those who have downloaded our message 265,000 plus and a lot of people yeah yeah we are moving by the special grace of god hallelujah and, um, we thank god for what he's doing at least we are not just receiving likes many people are also receiving testimonies and the hand of the lord is working mightily in the midst of people god is delivering people from death god is helping us he's just opening our eyes to understand him more and more the prayer lives of many people are changing and um, this can only be god hallelujah we give him all the praise and all the glory amen amen and i believe by the end of this year the lord is raising many giants in his kingdom from this place the lord will sharpen your spiritual senses when he speaks you here in the name of jesus you will not just receive a traveling door but god will use you to also open traveling doors for people there is going to be testimony premised upon another testimony hallelujah and this has been my prayer all this while that through your hands god will heal the sick through your hands many people will also say hey had it not been you then you will also say had it not been the god of lunch prayer fire the god of prophetic training and the god of priesthood time we wouldn't have seen these things and we give god all the praise for what he's doing in our midst hallelujah all right this evening i want us to journey to god amen and to the very throne of god to have understanding about how god looks like amen and um god is going to help us with deep understanding even in the name of jesus amen let's take a word of prayer blessed father we give you praise eternal spirit of the living one we exalt you in the name of jesus maker of all things the lord of all flesh we give you glory this evening there is another moment that even the last bones in your creation will come before thee to know of thee we pray O lord that you open the heavens above us grant us the spirit of wisdom the spirit of knowledge the spirit of revelation and of understanding that we might understand even that which is hidden in the name of jesus help us spirit divine as we climb even the ladder even into the deepest dimension of the light of god help us order our steps we know that as we ingest the truth of the word of god that which has already been deposited in us which is a deception trying to destroy our destinies will be taken away light of god expose every darkness in us and cause your great light to shine out of our lives we thank you for understanding even in your word i am just your servant O lord touch my lips with celestial coals of fire let me not communicate mundane things but let me speak even from the verities of the heavens that your people will be enlightened that your name alone will be glorified even in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah hallelujah we give god all the praise and all the glory
Amen. And once again, God willing, um, tomorrow and this Saturday, my son, um, Prophet David, is getting married. And I thank God for his life. Hallelujah. It's going to be an experience of heaven. And I believe that the young guys, they are also learning. <laughs> Receive grace to marry in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, marriage is not easy. It is not that you have money so you want to marry. It is God's grace that comes upon us to marry. Yeah, and I believe that you will receive the grace of God to marry. It's not about age. It's about understanding and maturity. And based on some of the things we are learning here, at least we should learn how to grow in the things of of the law, learn how to forgive quickly. Tit for tat will never help you to marry well. Huh? So change your attitude. Let the spirit of the Lord help you. It is not the time to say you did this to me, so we shall see. You will not see anything. If you want to see, go and see. You have your own eyes. Don't add us. We will not see. You will see. Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. So that is it. There are some of you who don't you don't know how to forgive. Huh? Somebody steps on your toes small. This person has been a blessing to you in the time past. But just because he stepped on your toes, no, you shall see. You will not see anything. Amen. And you will not see anything. And if you get angry too, um, it is your own chest that is burning. Amen. I know some people are already angry just because I've said these things. Some of you are like, man of God, me, that's how I am. I mean, that's how I was raised. And I don't mean I, I can't change. Hey, are you God? God is the only one who changes not. Huh? Don't you know that we are going through transformation? Hmm? Go and read what the Bible said in Romans 12, verse 2. Shall be not conformed to this word, but be transformed. The word transform is the word change. <laughs> Even Paul told us that the day when the Lord Jesus will descend, he will, he will descend with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and we shall be changed at once. Huh? Within a moment, we shall be changed. So we are always going through changes. So if you say, me, man of God, this is how I am, I don't change. You want to show us that you are God. And you know that God, he never runs through this with anybody. The throne of God, you cannot sit on. Your small buttons cannot sit on God's throne. So you better change. Are you listening to me? I know what I'm saying is helping somebody. Because there is somebody, every time your beloved gets angry, it is always about the same problem. The same issue. Stop talking to your ex. Mm-mm. Today you fight, it will be the ex. The next day you fight, the ex. You are not changing. What is wrong with you? Huh?
of what you are doing. Now, just mo kukura nya me nwa nwa mo hu mo hu eye nya me nwa ey amen the way the nigerians are laughing i don't know whether they understand what i said <laughs> and they don't too, but they are laughing ey Uh, our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, I mean, I'm afraid of them. <laughs> oh, you say by the spirit. Hallelujah. All right, all right. That was just by the way. We give God praise. Jerry, God bless you. I hope you are doing well. We give God praise. We give God praise. Amen. This evening, I want us to understand something. Are you following? The Lord is going to help us with an understanding. And um, in church, Eagles Mountain International, we started a series for the past three weeks. I think um, this week um, is like a month that we started that series. And it is, the theme is the School of the Spirit. School of the spirit and we are understanding the holy ghost are you following can you all hear me please great great so we are understanding the spirit and i told you that for you to understand the spirit you have to first be enrolled in his school are you following and what you need to be enrolled in the school of the spirit is for you to be born again anytime somebody is born again the person has been registered by the spirit into his school now The school is the school of the spirit. So when you enter the school, it is written boldly. Just as when you enter, some of us are JHS um, compound. It is written boldly there. Speak English. Speak English. When you enter the compound of the school of the spirit, it is written boldly. Speak in the language of the spirit. So the Spirit gives you this language for you to speak. Hallelujah. Now, when this happens, it means um, you have been endorsed and you have been enrolled in the school as a student. So put this at the back of your mind. We are all students in the school of the Spirit. And you know, the school of the Spirit does not end. Are you following? Just as naturally and physically, learning does not end. You can be good and be a professor in one field. It does not mean you know everything because you might be lacking in knowledge in another sphere or field. So in the school of the spirit, there are depths. Hmm? There are deep things. There are heights. There are things that are far above. There are things that are wide. 
So the, the realm you lined yourself into in the school of the spirit will determine what you are studying. Are you following? So you have to start from crutch, then you now jump into the nursery, you go to the kindergarten, then you enter into the primary class. From class one, you go to class two and the rest. Then this our normal understanding and our normal um you know kids when it comes to school. But when you go to the Cambridge style of school, they might not follow the same um you know process, but we are still in school. Are you following? Great. So that is just to let you understand that we have been enrolled in the school of the spirit. And every level that you get to in the school will determine what the spirit will teach you. Because hardly will you find um, a class four teacher teaching class four students the syllabus that is for um, SHS2. So at the level you find yourself will determine what you know or what the spirit will open up to you. Are you following? And we bless God that gradually we are building up upon the foundation that he gave to us. So we are growing and the Lord will help us grow into greater heights. That is one of the reasons why I keep telling you that every church you see is operating at a level in the school of the spirit. Every church. Are you following Every church you see is operating at a level of the school of the spirit. It is only a church that allows herself to grow and to know more and to keep revolving and keep changing that will have greater height. Because some of us, our churches have doctrines and the doctrines we have decided that we are not listening to anything apart from what our forefathers or the founding fathers of those churches um, you know, penned down. So many of us, we are used to certain things. Don't put on earrings. Don't put on wigs. Don't add any other hair apart from your own hair. Don't do this. Don't wear as a woman. Don't wear trousers. And don't do these things. If you do that, you go to hell. All those things are not you don't learn these things in the school of the spirit. So I don't know where they learned all these things from. Hmm? The Lord will help us. And he will grant us grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, let me say this. <clears throat> in the ancient times, when two nations are in battle, or they are fighting. In the ancient time, when two nations are in battle, and one nation realizes that it is going through serious attack, and he, they are losing their soldiers, and they want the battle to end, they want to agree with the other nation, what they do is that they will allow the king of that nation climb a mountain. Now, in the times of old, Battles were always fought in the valleys. Are you following? Battles were fought in valleys. When we say valley, we are talking about um, places that are quite below sea level. Mm -hmm. So you will see the mountain top and 
when you go down the mountain, you are going into a valley. Are you following? Good. So the valleys were places where battles were fought by nations. Now, so there will be two mountains or even more than two mountains surrounding a valley. And when the battle is going on and one nation realizes that their soldiers are dying and they keep dying and they want the battle to end, else they lose all their soldiers, what they do is that they will call their king and the king will climb the mountain top with a bow. When we say bow, bow and arrow, bow and arrow. Hmm? You see, um, that thing that they, they will attach a certain string to, that they will um, connect an arrow to it and stretch it before they, they shoot it into the target. You see that thing? That thing that looks like an arc, half a second. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. Great. Good. So I hope. <laughs> so when the battle becomes so strong like that, the king of the nation that is going through um, attacks, or the king of the nation whose um, soldiers are dying will climb the top of the mountain. He will hold a bow. Then he will lift that bow up. The moment he lifts up the bow, it is a symbol of peace and surrender. Are you following? A symbol of peace and surrender. The moment he lifts up the bow upwards, the battle will stop. Even if you are holding a, um, a sword and you are about to pierce somebody's stomach with it, once the bow is lifted, an alarm will sound. You have to stop whatever you are doing. Then the moment they stop, they will go into agreement and they will make a covenant. Then peace will reign among the two nations after the covenant has been cut. Are you following? Good. Now, that bow that was lifted by the king was the weapon that they were using to fight. Are you with me? Good. Now, in the times of old, during the time of Noah, the Bible said, exactly, the word of the Lord said, the hearts of men were so evil that men began to do evil all the time. And God got angry against the state of man's heart and God decided to wipe away humanity from the surface of the earth with rain. Are you following? So there was a battle between God and humanity. And when the battle was going on and all human beings were being wiped from the surface of the earth, the word of the Lord said, God, in his infinite wisdom, spoke to Noah and said to Noah, This day I am going to stop whatever I am doing. The killings will end. And I, the Lord, I am going to make a covenant with you. So that is what the Lord did. God climbed up the mountain 
of the clouds and he lifted the bow the bow which was his weapon that he was using to kill humanity god lifted it among the clouds and told noah that this day has peace come and that bow that god lifted in the clouds was rainbow so the sign of the rainbow that we see in the clouds every time is a symbol of peace that god has declared even to have with man and god spoke to noah and said that i will never destroy man with rain again so sometimes when you see that it's about to rain and you are afraid thinking that what happened will happen again i the lord i will lift that bow and show you that i am still at peace with you that is why most of the times when it is about to rain heavily the rainbow will manifest and when the rainbow shows up in the clouds it is a sign that no matter how strong the rains will be god is at peace with his people are you following because the rains were the weapon that god was using to destroy humanity and when he lifted the rainbow just as in the ancient times the other king would have lifted the bow to prove that peace should reign now when we speak of the rainbow when you go before god actually in the presence of god in heaven the bible says something beautiful about the rainbow and i want us to understand a manifestation of god in that dimension tonight hallelujah the lord is really going to be a blessing to us in jesus precious mighty name amen let's read something from the book of the revelation of jesus christ chapter 4 verse 3 and 5 the book of the revelation of jesus christ chapter 4 verse 3 to 5 3 to 5 when we read from verse 2 this is john the revelator who has been captured into the spirit realm and now he's telling us what he's seeing in the realm of the spirit then john began to speak and he said from verse 2 and immediately i was in the spirit and behold a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald now john is speaking to us he was captured into the throne of of heaven when he was captured into that realm john is telling us that a throne was set and someone was sitting on the throne and when you look upon the person the person looked like jasper hallelujah the person looked like jasper now jasper is a precious stone are you following now we'll come back to precious stones so please take note take note he said the one that was sitting upon the throne looked like a jasper and 
a sardine stone. We'll come back to that one too. Amen. Good. Now, he went further to say, there was rainbow around the throne. So the throne that God was sitting on, there was rainbow around the whole throne. Now, this is the rainbow that we are talking about here. That on the ethnic side, it speaks of the peace of God and the covenant of God that he made with man. Are you following? Now, in heaven, the Bible said, there is rainbow around the whole throne of God. So the whole, the throne of God was surrounded by a rainbow. Are you with me? Now, this rainbow that John is speaking about, he said, when you look at the rainbow that is around the throne, it is like emerald. It is like emerald. Emerald. Now, emerald is also a precious stone. But the color of emerald is green in color. Green in color. It is like light green in color. That is emerald. Take note. Write it down. Emerald dash green. Now, you know, according to science, hmm, when you study physics and you begin to study um, matters concerning the glass prism and everything, and also speaks of, um, you know, the, the refraction of light and the color spectrum and all those things, they speak of the seven colors, right? And according to physics, when you put all the seven colors together, what is the color you are going to get? They call it what? White light. Is that not so? Great. That is what physics is saying. But according to what John saw, John said he saw the rainbow around the throne. And it was like emerald in color. And I told you emerald is green. <laughs> emerald is green. So then what at all is this rainbow? What is this rainbow thing? And what is that green color? What does it mean? Why is there a rainbow around the throne of God? And why is the rainbow not white? Because the rainbow speaks of the seven colors. Why is that they all mix up and they are not white? But they are green according to what John is speaking to us about. Are you following Are you following? Great. Follow me carefully. The Lord is going to help us. Amen. Now, aside that, John went further to say in verse 4, he said, And round about the throne were four and twenty, el- twenty seats, which means twenty-four seats. And upon the seat I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment. And they had on their heads crowns of gold. Verse 5. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lambs of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. 
<laughs> My God, I can't wait to have this experience. When you go to heaven and you see colors, you will, not, you will, not, you, you will try not to come back. <laughs> the, the glory. My God. Amen. So relax. I'm going to explain some few things to you right now. Now, John is telling us he saw a rainbow around the throne of God. And the rainbow around God's throne, he saw it in the color of emerald. Now, even if you type emerald on Google and you see the stone, it is a precious stone. When you look at its color, it is green in color. So that is what John saw. He said, the whole rainbow around the throne was emitting an emerald color, which is green. Why is it green? And what is the purpose of the rainbow? Now, he said around the throne, he saw, he saw four, 24 thrones. And these 24 thrones, there were 24 elders sitting on the thrones. And they were clothed in white raiment with golden crowns on their heads. And just before the throne, hmm, and he wanted before the throne, he saw seven lamps of fire. Kamir Dia Son. Are you following? Seven lamps of fire. And according to what John saw, he said, These seven lamps of fire are the seven spirits. Can you hear me, please? Good. Now, John said, he saw around the throne 24 thrones. And on these 24 thrones were sitting 24 elders who were clothed in white raiment, having golden crowns on their heads. Are you following? Then he said, just before the throne, he saw seven lamps of fire. He saw seven lamps of fire. And he said, these lamps of fire that I saw, they were the seven spirits of God. When we say the seven spirits of God, what does he mean? Are we talking of seven different spirits of God? So God has seven different spirits not necessarily. Are you following? Are you following? Good. Now, let's look at something that the prophet Zechariah saw in his vision. In the book of Zechariah chapter 4. The book of Zechariah chapter 4. Zechariah the prophet. Chapter 4. Now, there is Zechariah speaking. He said, let's read from verse 1. And the angel that talked with me came again and with me as a man that is wakened out of his sleep and said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked and behold, a candlestick all of gold with a bowl on, upon the top of it. And 
and his seven lambs thereon, and seven pipes to the seven lambs which are upon the top thereof. Verse 3, and two olive trees by it, one upon the right side of the bowl, and the other upon the left side thereof. Now, this is Zechariah, a prophet. He was just sitting down when an angel came to wake him up. And the angel said, what do you see? And he said, um, I don't know, but what my eyes can actually see, I am just seeing that, um, he said, I've been watching, and look, there is a menorah <laughs> made completely of gold with a bowl on top of it. And there are seven lights on it, along with seven feeder channels to the lamps, which are also on top of it. Two olive trees are near it, one on the right side of the bowl and one on the left. Verse 4, then I asked the angel who had been speaking with me, say, what are these? The angel who had been speaking with me answered, by asking you don't know what these mean do you so i responded no sir verse 6 then he replied to me this is this message from the lord to zerubbabel not by valor nor by strength but only by my spirit says the lord of the heavenly armies <laughs> my god my god now the only thing that the angel said was that not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Ah, a guy, a prophet has seen. A prophet is looking at a menorah, huh, which is seven lampstands. And the angel is asking the prophet, do you understand? The prophet said, no. He said, hey, so you don't know these things? He said, no, sir. <laughs> What are these things? Then the angel said, Okay, if you don't know, let me tell you this. Go and tell Zerubbabel that not by might, not by power, but my spirit, says the Lord of the heavenly armies. Then I love the next thing he says, Who are you, great mountain? You will become a plane in Zerubbabel's presence. And he will position the capstone exalting of, of, over it. How beautiful. How beautiful. <laughs> now, when the prophet asked the angel the meaning of the menorah, he said, tell Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. But my spirit. Now, so God was actually trying to reveal a certain understanding concerning his spirit to the prophet. Are you following? Are you, are you getting it? Great. Now, the prophet was still not getting what the angel was trying to explain to him. So he kept asking plenty questions.
Can you hear me, please? Great. Now, so the angel told the prophet, not by might, not by power, but my spirit, says the Lord. So there is a kind of spirit that the angel has now told the prophet about the vision concerning the menorah. Now let's read something from the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. Revelations chapter 5. Verse 6. Now the Bible said, Then I saw a lamb standing in the middle of the throne, the four living creatures and the elders. He looked like he had been slaughtered. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent into all the earth. Did you, did you, did you read that? Now, John is telling us that he saw a lamb that was in the middle of the throne. And that lamb that was in the middle of the throne, when he looked around the neck of the lamb, he looked like they had cut his neck. He had been slaughtered because blood was oozing out. And when he looked at the lamb, he saw that the lamb had seven horns. And the lamb also had seven eyes. And he said, these horns and the eyes are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Now, listen to me carefully. The main assignment of the seven spirits of God is actually not in heaven. Their main agenda and the assignment is to fulfill God's original mandate for his creation, especially concerning the earth. This is the reason why. When you go deep into the matters of understanding the things of the seven spirits of God, you will know that the seven spirits of God are actually a manifestation of the seven colors of the rainbow. So each spirit has a color allocated to it. Are you following? Can you all hear me, please? The devil is a bastard. Whether he likes it or not, we, we, we will learn God. We will learn God. Is it clear now? Good. Now, that is what I'm saying. When you go to the throne of God, the Father, you remember that he was speaking of the so you see the father the word and the spirit they are one they are all sitting on the throne are you following and when the communication between the father the word and the spirit goes on there are emanations from them they emanate in glory and the glory that comes out of the communication between the father the word and the spirit on the throne engulfs the throne in the form of a rainbow so the rainbow that we see around the throne of god 
is actually a manifestation of whatever is going on on the throne between the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. So you can actually look at the rainbow and just decode whatever is being said and whatever is being revealed by the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. Now, colors, are you listening to me? We are going somewhere. We are, we are about to dive deep. Good. Now, colors are not just mere things that are beautiful to the sight. No. Colors stand for revelation of glory. Revelation of glory. When glory is revealed, it manifests in our sight as colors. Are you following? And each color has what it means before the Lord. Now, understand this. That I told you the main assignment of the seven spirits of God is that they are sent out. That is why the Bible said they are sent out into all the earth. They have been sent out into all the earth to execute the conversation that was between the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. Are you following? Are you following? Are you following? Don't worry. God will punish the devil. Today we will bury the devil. Mm. Can you all hear me now? Good. So basically, listen to this. The conversation that is going on between the Father, the, the Word, and the Spirit on the throne comes out in the form of glory. And that glory is seen as colors. And those colors actually form the rainbow around the throne. Are you following? Now, these colors are seven in their manifestations. But when you put all of them together, they bring out the original nature and the intent. Are you following? This is why the rainbow that John saw around the throne was green in color. Because green is actually, the, the, it is a sign, it is the revelation of God's nature. Are you following? Green is the revelation of God's true nature. And the nature of God, when you put all the dimensions of God together, God is known for only one thing. His true nature is love. L-O-V-E. So the love of God is revealed in that emerald color. That is the very true nature of God. And it is this green color that when you look into, 
you see every dimension of God. Now, out of this love of God comes out what we call life. Life. It is also a color that stands for resurrection. It is also a color that means that when you hear something, anytime somebody says evergreen, the person is actually trying to speak of something that is eternal, something that keeps on refreshing itself, something that does not get old. Somebody said in medical imaging. I learned that the first color God created was green. That is himself. When you put all the manifest, all the colors of God together, God actually manifests as green. That is love. Are you following? Look at somebody said in medical imaging. I learned that the first color God created was green. Look at that. That is the true nature. Now, in everything, we have what we call essence. Essence. Other people say essence. When we say essence, we are actually speaking of the true nature of something. Are you following? Now, God can manifest in many dimensions. God is a judge. God is a father. God is this. And every manifestation of God determines what he does are you following great now god is a judge god is a father god is this but when you put every dimension or manifestation of god determines what he does but when you put all the dimensions of god together god is love and that love is green in color Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? Great. Now, when you put all the dimensions of God together, God is love. And all these dimensions, each of them manifest in a certain color. Now, when you put all these colors together, they make up the color green. That speaks of the essence of God, the very true nature of God, which is love. Love is not red in color, as many of us would Are you following? 
All right. Now, we are going to understand a lot of things. And the Lord is going to help us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, follow me. Good. So now, John is looking at emerald as the very color of the rainbow that is around the throne. Now, hear me carefully. Hear me. You remember that in the book of Genesis chapter 8, when God was actually building a covenant with humanity on earth, God revealed the rainbow. Now, the rainbow are the seven colors of God's manifestation, which speaks of God who is at peace with man and with the entire earth. It is also a symbol of God sending his seven spirits into all the earth. So, the seven spirits of God are actually the manifestation of the rainbow around the throne of God. So each spirit has a particular color allocated to it. Follow me carefully. We are going somewhere. Are you following? Good. Each spirit has a particular color allocated to it. But when we read the Bible in the book of John 5 verse 6, John saw another vision and he was telling us. He said, he looked on the throne and he saw a lamb. Now, that lamb that he saw on the throne, the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes. These are the seven spirits of God. That means that the dimension of God that will be a clear revelation, that will reveal all the seven manifestations of God's spirit will be the lamb. Are you following? And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ will be the one that will carry all the seven spirits in him even when he manifests on the earth. Can I take you a little bit deeper? Okay. Now let me say this. Before I bring you to the manifestation of the Lord Jesus Christ. This many of us might not know. But I want you to know this. Listen to me. All the seven spirits of God. God sent each of them to the earth. One by one. And I told you that the main purpose of the seven spirits is on the earth. They came to reveal every plan of God. On the earth, God's kingdom power, everything that God, God, God's eternal purpose, everything that God has planned. That is why, among all God's realms of creation, it is only the earth that carries a deep understanding about God's eternal plan and purpose. That is why the devil's main assignment is to take charge of the earth. Are you following? Now, these seven spirits of God, God in his infinite wisdom sent all of them one by one to the earth. So, they manifested in the form of certain human beings. <laughs> Hallelujah. And these human beings 
were just a manifestation of the seven spirits of God. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Great. Good. Now, so there were certain men that came to the earth. We have read about them in the Bible. They were not just normal human beings, they came. As a manifestation of the seven spirits of God to fulfill a particular mandate. Are you following? They all came before the Lord Jesus. When the Lord Jesus' time was due for him to come, there was a combination of all the seven spirits upon him. So when Jesus came to the earth, he was actually carrying all the seven spirits of God. They were all at work in him. Are you following now? Good. Now, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 11, Isaiah, chapter 11. Isaiah, chapter 11. The Bible said, A shoot will come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch will bear fruit from his roots. The spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Now, they are talking about the birth and the manifestation of the Lord Jesus. And Isaiah is speaking to us about the manifestation of Jesus and he said he said a branch for there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and of understanding the spirit of counsel and of might the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord now when you begin to, when you count these spirits, we are having seven manifestations of the Spirit of God. The first one is called the Spirit of the Lord. Are you following? The Spirit of the Lord. Then the second one is speaking of, or the, the next dimension is the Spirit of wisdom. Then the Spirit of understanding. 
Then the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. These are the seven main manifestations of the spirit of God. Are you following? Now take note. The beautiful thing is this. When you enter into the realms of the heavenlies and you begin to look at the seven spirits of God in the form of the menorah. How many of us know the menorah? Those of you who have um, seen me put on my um, menorah chain, most of the time you see, you see that locker. Uh-huh. That's what uh, my son Dakhe has posted. Menorah. Good. Now, good. There are seven lampstands. Are you following? And when you look at it carefully, you realize that you have one in the middle that goes down to become the stand, the main stand. Then you have three on, on, on the left and three on the right, making it seven. Are you following? Good. Now, when you enter into the very throne of God and you look at the menorah, you realize that the, the three spirits that are on the left, which speaks of the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, and the spirit of counsel. Are you following? When you look at the left side, the spirit. Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, when you look at the left side of the menorah, the three lampstands, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, and the spirit of counsel, they are feminine in nature. Take note, don't forget it. They are feminine in nature. Then on the right side, we have the spirit of might. The spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. They are masculine in nature. Can you hear me, please? I said, when you look at the menorah, you realize that there is one of the lampstands in the middle. And that one actually goes down to become the main stand of the whole um, candlestick. Are you following? Then you look on the left of that one, you have three um, lampstands. You look at the, 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 the right side, you have three. So the one in the middle, three on the on the left three on the right making six and i said the three on the left are the manifestations of the spirit of wisdom the spirit of understanding and the spirit of counsel 
and the three spirits on the left are feminine in nature. They are feminine, feminine in nature. And the three on the right, we have the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. They are masculine in nature. Then the one in the middle is the spirit of the Lord. That one in the middle known as the spirit of the Lord is both masculine and feminine in nature. Did you, did you get that? I'll, I'll talk about the masculine and the feminine soon, so you relax. Good. So I say, when we look at the menorah, the menorah is made up of seven lampstands. Are you with me? There is one in the middle, and there is three on that one in the middle's left, and three on the on the right. The three on the left, the one in the middle is the spirit of the Lord. It is both masculine and feminine in nature. Then on the left, you have the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, and the spirit of counsel. They are feminine in nature. Then on the right, you have the spirit of might, the spirit. Sure, you can post it. You have the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. They are masculine in nature. But the spirit of the Lord, which is the middle one, becomes both. Are you following? Good. Good. But we will go very deep into this thing that we have started. Eh? We can take one month. We will not be able to finish. But the Lord will grant us grace. So please follow us and the Lord will help us. It is very heavy. They, they are not just things we see. They are things we, we experience. And I believe strongly that the way some of you, your appetites are growing for the Lord, God will give you an encounter in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now hear me. Listen to me. I'm about to say something. I'm about to say something. I told you, the seven spirits are actually a manifestation of the whole counsel of God, which is between the, the Godhead. When God sits in his throne, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit begin to discuss. And their discussion brings out their plan. And their plan is executed on the earth. But before their plans are executed on the earth, they first move around, they will exhibit themselves or they will reveal themselves around the throne as a rainbow. Now, that rainbow in our sight and in the sight of John, whilst he was looking at the rainbow in the vision, it was emerald, which was green in color. And that speaks of the true nature of God. That means that when you go deep into the matters of the Godhead, they all have one nature. They are one, one nature. That is love. So the Spirit is love, the Father is love, and the, the Word is love. 
Are you following? They are true. So everything that they are trying to do stems out of love. That is their true nature. And I told you in the heavenly realms, when we say love, we mean something that is green. Because love to the realms of the heavens and spirits in heaven, love is life. Love is something that never dies. Love is refreshing. Love is non-aging. So when you hear the word evergreen, we are actually talking of something that continuously exists in youthful age without growth. Now, are you following? That is the reason why God's love never changes. That you are a sinner sinning and doing evil does not mean his love. Because his love is un- un- unchanging. As he is, so will he be. Are you following? But there are dimensions of God that we need to understand. The fact that when these spirits came out in manifestation as the discussion that went on, Can you all hear me, please? Great. So now, I said, that rainbow that forms around the throne of God, that rainbow actually is the clear conversation and the whole plan of God that he has for his universe. And it manifests in seven main colors. And those seven main colors, each of them is a manifestation of a spirit. So those seven main colors are actually standing for the seven spirits of God. Are you following? And I'm now explaining the seven spirits of God. And I told you when you look at the menorah, the menorah has seven lampstands. And I've now, I've now explained. But when you look at the menorah and you go deep into spiritual studies, you realize that there is a feminine dimension of the manifestations of God and the masculine dimension. Of the manifestations of God. Are you following? That is the reason why even the glory of God they are in they are in dimensions. Are you following? Now, in the times of old, when the priest enters the most holy place, what he does is that he will sprinkle the blood on the mercy seat. The mercy seat is actually on the surface, on the topmost part of the Ark of the Covenant where the two cherubim were looking. Now, when he pours the blood on the mercy seat and he stands there, he begins to recite certain names. He begins to mention the name of God, which actually is yod He bab He, which we all know as Yahweh. When he begins to recite that name, what happens is that there is always a shaking in the mercy seat. 
and all of a sudden a certain light will appear between the cherubim on between the heads of the cherubim are you following now that light that appears is called the shekinah glory of god the shekinah glory now that glory is feminine in nature that is why you will never see any male That glory called Shekinah is feminine in nature. So you will never see any man that they call Shekinah. It is only a woman that bears that name. There are certain dimensions of God. It is only feminine. And there are certain dimensions of God that are masculine. Are you following? You need to understand some of these things. You will only see the feminine and the masculine dimensions of God first in the Godhead. Like the father will stand as the masculine, then the spirit will stand as the feminine. Then when the masculine and the feminine come together, they give birth or they begat the son. Who is now standing as a mixture of both masculine and feminine. Are you following? Just as every child coming out of a marriage is having the chromosomes of the mother, and the father it is the same are you following great now you need to understand this. that is why wisdom is feminine in nature understanding is feminine in nature counsel is feminine in nature if you have seen wisdom if i want to read the book of proverbs chapter 8 Solomon was talking to us about wisdom and in fact wisdom began to speak and wisdom started saying a lot of things. Can you all hear me, please? Great. Great. So I said, Solomon began to speak to us. God was revealing wisdom through Solomon. So Solomon was actually the one that became a manifestation of the spirit of wisdom. Are you following? Now, the spirit of wisdom is feminine in nature. So I told you that all the seven spirits of God, in one way or the other, they manifested on the earth in the form of men. Are you with me?
Can you all hear me, please? Good. So all the seven spirits of God came to the earth to manifest themselves among human beings in the form of men. Before Jesus Christ combined all the seven spirits in one and he manifested as the Son of God. So the Son of God was a clear manifestation of all the seven spirits of God. Meanwhile, these spirits had manifested in the times of old before the coming of the Lord. Are you with me? Good. Now, the first personality Can you all hear me, please? All right. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So I said, all the seven spirits of God manifested themselves on the earth before they were all combined in one as the Lord Jesus Christ, even to be made manifest. Hallelujah. And I told you that each of the seven spirits of God actually had a manifestation even in a certain color form in the rainbow. Are you following? But because all of them, because all of them um, made manifest in one personality called Jesus Christ, we are going to look at the manifestation of the seven spirits even through Jesus in the form of the rainbow colors and what we actually um, stand for. Are you following? So now when you go to heaven and even in normal understanding, there is what we call primary colors. Primary colors. Primary colors. Now, these primary colors, there are three main primary colors. The first one is red. The second one is yellow. And the third one is blue. Red, yellow, blue.
Are you following? So follow me. Great. Now, these three colors are the primary colors. Every other manifestation, every other um, color was actually taken out of this. And we really need to understand that they are actually a clear manifestation of what Jesus came to this earth to do. Now, when you speak of red, now before we talk about these things, I want to take you into a certain dimension of vision that Ezekiel the prophet had. Are you following? And also a certain manifestation of what happened even um, when Moses and the 70 elders climbed the mountain where God descended in their midst and dined with them. My God. So God himself descended and he sat down with Moses and the 70 elders and they were eating. God! And when the elders came, they were describing how they saw God's manifestation to the people. And we are going to see how they saw God and also link it to what Ezekiel the prophet also saw in a vision. Are you following? Great. Now, in the book of Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 24 to 27. Ezekiel chapter 1. Please, I said that. Uh, how many primary colors? Three. Which are red, yellow, and blue. Are you following? Good. Now, I'm about to ask some few questions. Follow me. Before I move on to the vision of Ezekiel and what the 70 elders saw, let's just talk shortly about the red, yellow, and blue primary colors. In the work of the Lord Jesus Christ on the earth. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody is being set free from a certain problem. In your abdomen, the Lord is setting you free now in the name of Jesus. A serious issue in your abdomen, the Lord is setting you free. You are a lady, be free in the name of Jesus. May the hand of the Lord touch you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Now, okay, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 1, verse 24, Ezekiel, chapter 1, verse 24 to 27, Ezekiel, chapter 1, verse 24 to 27, let's listen to what the prophet saw. Now, this is Ezekiel speaking. He said, 
And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of great waters, as the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech, as the noise of an host. When they stood, they let down their wings. And there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and had let down their wings. Verse 26, And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne. Now, Ezekiel is looking at the throne. Are you following? He's looking at the throne of God and he said, Above the firmament that was on the heads of these creatures, he saw the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. So the color of the throne that Ezekiel saw was like sapphire. Now, sapphire is a precious So you see, every color that was seen in heaven was likened unto those precious stones. Because without the precious stones, there were no colors. And I'll explain this to you. And I'll link it to how, why they used precious stones to even form the body of Lucifer. Are you following? I've touched on that before, but this one will also open our eyes to understand more. Amen. So each of these stones have a particular color, and that color is a revelation of a certain work of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is also a manifestation of a spirit among one of the spirits of, of the seven spirits of God. Are you following? Good. Now, this is Ezekiel seeing a vision. He saw the throne of God and he said the throne of God in appearance was like a sapphire stone. Now, sapphire stone is blue in color. Blue. Blue in color. As if that was not all. He said, And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it. So he's looking at somebody sitting on the throne. And he said, And I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire round about within it. From the appearance of his loins, even upward, and from the appearance of his loins, even downward. And I saw as it were the appearance of fire. And it had brightness run about. Now listen to what he said. Ezekiel, the prophet, is saying that when he saw the throne, the throne was in appearance like sapphire stone, which is blue in color. Now, he saw someone sitting on the throne. And he said, when he looked at the person, from the loins, we are talking about the waist, from the waist upwards, which means from the waist to the head of the person that was sitting on the throne, was made of a certain color and he said the color was amber now amber is actually a color between yellow and orange are you following so amber is mostly known in the heavenly realms as gold or as yellow so in the heavenly realms when you speak of yellow you're actually speaking of a precious stone because every color is taken out of a precious stone 
because these precious stones were the stones that re- revealed the true nature of God. Are you following? Beautiful. Beautiful. So now, he said the being that was sitting on the throne, that is God. From the West, people have seen dimensions of God, the people of God. Just say he saw God that he was describing the truth. <laughs> May God open our eyes in the name of Jesus. He said, He said, Above from the loins. And I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire ran about within, from the appearance of his lungs, even upward. And he said, I saw as it were the appearance of fire, as it had brightness round about, even from the lungs downwards. Now, that is what he says. Follow me. When he saw the being sitting on the throne, from the waist to the head was yellow or amber which also speaks of gold in color are you following then from the loins the waist to his feet he said it was fire now when we speak of fire fire is actually speaking of red in the heavens are you following So now we are looking at God now. From the waist of God to the head of God is gold in manifestation. And from the waist to the feet is fire which is red. And he said the throne that God was sitting on. You know there is always a link between the feet of God and the throne of God. There is always a link. Isaiah said something. He said God said heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool so definitely there is going to be a, a, a certain link between the color of god's throne and his feet are you following now when we read the book of exodus chapter 24 exodus chapter 24 Verse 10. Verse 10. This is when the 70 elders and Moses and Aaron had died with God and they descended. Now they were, they were describing how they saw God. And the elders said, And they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of a sapphire stone. And as it were, the body of heaven in his clearness. Now, the feet of the Lord was like a sapphire stone, which also clearly manifests, as we have seen, the color, which is blue. Are you following? Good. Now, so the feet of God is actually standing on something that makes it 
blue in color, which is also the exact color of the throne on which God sits. Amen. Somebody is. <laughs> Now follow me. Let us now describe these things. So we have understood that when you look at God, as Ezekiel saw, the throne of God on which he sits is made of a sapphire stone, which is blue in color. And the, the being God himself sitting on the throne from the waist to the head is gold in color, which is yellow. And from the waist to the feet is fire, which is red. Are you following? So now we have seen red, yellow, and blue. These three primary colors in the manifestation of God sitting on his throne. Are you following? Good. And we are also understanding that Jesus was the one that manifested all the manifestations of God when it comes to the colors of the rainbow, which also stands for the seven spirits of God. So in the manifestation of the Lord Jesus, the, the color red, red, stands for that which is earthly. Or when we speak of earth, asasi sunyema. Are you following? So the color red actually is a symbol of the humanity of the Lord Jesus. Now, the color red in the earth realm is also a symbol of blood. And blood is a manifestation of humanity. Are you following? So Jesus, having the manifestation of that color red, I'm giving a certain assignment. God willing, um, tomorrow during lunch prayer fire, I will make mention of the of, um, of those things. Are you following? But I'm giving us an assignment. I want you to link all the colors of the rainbow with the seven spirits of God. If you get all of them right, I have a gift for you. Are you following? If you go and Google, I will, I will, I will catch you. Amen. Good. So now red is a manifestation, it's a symbol of it's a symbol of the humanity of Jesus Christ. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 14. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 14. The word of the Lord said, Therefore, since the children have flesh and blood, he himself also shared the same things, so that by his death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil. So Jesus came in the form of man. And that was a manifestation of one spirit 
among the seven spirits of God. Are you following? So red in the manifestation of, of Jesus Christ's assignment because we all know that he was the one that manifested all the seven spirits of God according to the book of Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 and 2. Are you following? He manifested and all the, the seven spirits of God are connected to the seven colors of the rainbow. So the red color is a manifestation of Jesus' humanity. Which, which speaks of the fact that Jesus was a man. Now, the color yellow also speaks of divine character or divine glory. Which speaks of gold. Because when we talk about yellow in the heavenly realms, it is gold as a precious stone. And that speaks of the glory. Are you following? Good. Now, the color, then you come to the color blue. The color blue is of the precious stone, sapphire. And the color blue speaks of that which is heavenly or that which is divine. So, the color red was a symbol that Jesus manifested in a human form. So he was a man. The color yellow is a symbol that he carried the divine character. He carried the glory. He was an expression of the glory of God. And the color blue also speaks of his divinity that Jesus is God. Are you following Good. Now, apart from these primary colors, there were other manifestations, which is the four secondary colors that also manifest. The first one I want to talk about is the color violet. What does violet symbolize? And violet is actually a mixture of two of the primary colors. Violet, which will also be known as purple, is a mixture of the color red and the color blue. Now, I told you that the color red symbolizes what? Humanity. And the color blue symbolizes what? Divinity. Are you following? So when the humanity and the divinity of Jesus Christ comes together as one, he is called Lord or a king. That means that the color violet or purple is a manifestation of the royalty of Jesus Christ. Are you following? So in the times of old, almost all the kings that ruled, they were having a purple apparel that they were putting on them. Because purple is a color of royalty and kingship. 
So when you say Jesus is Lord, we are actually looking at him as a king sitting on his throne, ruling in a certain purple apparel that speaks of his royalty. Are you following? Good. Now, the color green is actually a mixture. The green that we see in the manifestation here on this earth as green among the colors of the rainbow is a mixture of two main primary colors. I want somebody to help us. Yellow and blue. And we understood that yellow is divine glory or character. And blue also speaks of divinity or that which is heavenly. That means when you put on, when you add the heavenly nature or the divine nature of Jesus as God together with his character, what you actually see in the manifestation on the earth is green, which is the color of the love of God and the life of God. That is why when God wanted to prove to humanity that he is love, he, God, in the color of blue as divine, came down in his original character and manifested among men. So which clearly means that the character of God in clear manifestation is green, which speaks of love life it also speaks of resurrection are you following that is why when we say a plant is green it means the plant has life so green is a symbol of the true manifestation of god's character because yellow is, is a manifestation of divine character and blue is a manifestation of divinity. Are you, are you getting it? Great. Now, the next color we have is the color orange orange can somebody help us the mixture red and yellow good what of indigo indigo is the last color what of indigo those of you who, who don't know indigo you don't know the mixture Somebody has googled every website, you're not getting it. (laughs) 
when you look at indigo it looks a bit like purple but it is not are you following it is quite deep or darker than purple are you following that speaks of the fact that there is a certain greater percentage of one primary color than the other i don't forget what i'm saying good so now when you look clearly indigo is just a normal mixture of red and blue but one color is more than the other which one somebody said how to make indigo color for mixing two colors you can get the color indigo by mixing blue and red but blue and red if mixed equally creates the color purple so while mixing you need to add one third red color and two third blue color this is so beautiful and simple so blue dominates the red are you following now we spoke of the fact that blue speaks of that which is divine divinity it speaks of the nature of jesus as god and red speaks of his nature as human so when we speak of indigo we are actually talking about the divine nature of god superimposing itself over the humanity are you following now do you know the blood vessels hmm? the veins in which blood passes through what color is blood red when you go deep into science you realize that the veins that the blood actually passes through is indigo in color what does it mean i want somebody to catch a revelation right now I want somebody to catch a revelation right now. I said, the veins that the blood passes through, blood is red, but the veins are indigo. And we understood that indigo is a mixture of blue and red, where blue dominates. Are you with me? So you will have like let's say i don't know if you're getting what i'm saying good so the the color of the veins that the blood runs through veins veins until is indigo in color and we just ex- explain that indigo is um let's say somebody's trying to catch a revelation here 
Okay, somebody said, yeah, 65% of blue and 35% of, of red. So blue is a symbol of divinity, speaks of the God nature of Jesus Christ. And definitely you know that the God nature of Jesus Christ will be stronger because humanity cannot be stronger than divinity. I hope you get that. That is the reason why. In as much as blood is strong in us, the veins will actually keep the blood in their rightful manner, in their rightful flow and position. So when the color indigo represents covering, it represents that which covers humanity. That is why God will tomorrow. So we are talking about divine covering, so we we'll touch on indigo. Are you following? <laughs> Good. Now, orange is also a manifestation or a mixture of two colors red and yellow. Red speaks of humanity. And yellow speaks of the character of the divine. So now, orange actually means the character of the divine manifesting in humanity. Are you following? Now, the most beautiful aspect of this is that there are mighty angelic beings that God has allocated to each color. Someone said, I haven't heard this anywhere. Very deep. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Amen. The orange is a mixture of two colors, red and yellow. Red is a symbol of Jesus' humanity and yellow is a symbol of the character of the, of the divine, the character of God that he brought. So Jesus manifesting the character of God in his human flesh is orange. <laughs> that I've chewed the others, Baba, left with only that. Great. Now, I want to say something. God, in his infinite wisdom, has allocated mighty angelic beings to each of the colors. And this one too is an assignment. Amen. But I'll mention a few. The red color, there is an angelic being. I said, when you go to heaven, what does red stand for? I want to leave somebody cut it. When you go to heaven, what does red stand for? Fire, great, great. But when you come to the earth, it stands for humanity or earthly manifestation. Are you following? Good. Now, the fire of God, there is an angelic being that is a clear manifestation of the fire of God. When we speak of the fire of God, there is a being that stands for that. Uriel, God bless you, Uriel. 
So Urius is the angelic being that is in charge of the red color or the fire of God in the midst of the heavens. Are you following? Good. Now, the color green, the color green, It's a manifestation of the true nature of God. The very true essence of God. Who God really is. And that is love. It also, when you come to the earth, it also means life, resurrection. Are you following? It also means healing. So now, which angelic being is allocated? Raphael. Raphael. Now, I've talked on this before. I said, this also relates to the ministries that God has given. Even mantles are in the colors of the rainbow. Mantles are in the colors of the rainbow. And I told you, when Uriel is known as the flame of God or the fire of God. I've explained this that when you look at the fire of God, the fire of God manifests in three main dimensions. We have when you split fire, it is split into three. You get smoke, you get heat, and you get what? Light. Are you following? So Uriel is the one that rules over all these dimensions. The light of God that is in fire has what it does. The heat has what it does. And the smoke has what it does. When we speak of the light, we are talking of revelation. When we speak of the smoke, we are talking of mysteries. When we speak of heat, we are talking of power. Are you following me? Now, this is a clear manifestation of the prophetic anointing. The prophetic anointing is seen in the clear split of fire. Mysteries are revealed to a man to enforce or to empower what the Lord has revealed on the earth. That is the prophetic. Are you following? That is why the mantle of a prophet is red in color. When we say someone is a prophet a prophet is actually God standing in the midst of people are you following God standing I've, I've taught this before that a priest will go before God with the problems of the people then when God takes the problem and he wants to now come and talk so the priest will talk to God on behalf of the people then when God hears what the people have said through the mouth of the priest, he will come and speak through a prophet to the people. So when a priest is standing before God, he's standing as the people. But when a prophet is standing before the people, he's standing as God. So a prophet is like God in the midst of his people. Are you following Good. So now, 
the color of the prophetic mantle is red and the color of the evangelistic mantle is green that is why the evangelist always moves with healing are you following great now the color of the apostolic I will say it. I think let me let me leave the rest as um, assignments. <laughs> so if you don't like assignments, I think I've thought on this before. Yeah, I think some days ago, or a week ago, I made mention of that. Yeah, I've said it. Exactly, it is purple. Ah, so you, that's what you have been doing, man. I see. We shall see. Hallelujah. Okay, I will give another example. I know some of you struggle to get the answer. Uh, another assignment. I said, <coughs> the seven spirits of God that we are just talking about, who are also manifestations of the seven colors of the rainbow, God has sent them to the earth one by one to manifest as human beings. Are you following? So what are you? What you are going to do is that you will write. A certain human being that manifested in the Old Testament and link that human being to one of the seven spirits. <laughs> Are you following? Let me help you. So this is a this one you will not get it on Google, so don't don't think of trying to <laughs> you can search everywhere, you will not get it. If God does not reveal this to you, you will not get it. <laughs> Somebody has given us one. Samson, the spirit of might. Solomon, the spirit of wisdom. Okay, who else? <coughs> yeah. All right, God willing, tomorrow I will take the assignment, I'll mark it, and the Lord is going to help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, all right, okay. I believe you have all understood what the Lord has opened our eyes to, to know today. Don't forget these things. Are you following? Don't forget these things. Alright, great. Now, if there is any um, question, you can freely ask. And um, 
Let me take a few questions before we close. Let me take a few questions before we close. Someone said, please, is excellence not part of the seven spirits? No, madam. Okay, somebody said, Prophet, please, my network wasn't stable. <coughs> so I wish you could upload. Oh, don't worry. Right after here, I'm going to upload it. Don't be worried at all. Someone said, why do LGBTQ use the rainbow as their color? We will will explain this into details. All right. One of the things that we need to understand is that, you know, the enemy uses colors to also execute his mission. Are you following? So all the rainbow colors that we see, when you come to the when you go to the kingdom of darkness, they have beings that are also standing for it. And what those beings stand for. Are you with me? So the devil has strong spirit beings that are also standing as his seven spirits. And they all also manifest with these colors. Now, the color orange that I can help you with. When you enter into the kingdom of darkness, the color orange is actually a manifestation of one great angelic being over there. I will not really call him a demon, but he is greater than a demon because he's great. His name is Asmodeus. And he is actually the manifestation of lust. So any place that you see orange color, orange color, that is not godly. There is lust. It is sexual things. When you go to Japan, they have a certain festival like that. And when that happens, they, they, it is all about sexual stuff, sexual stuff. When they begin to celebrate that, they cause Asmodeus to shake himself. And he begins to... So in Japan, they have a certain festival. That's the, I've forgotten the name. And they do that to worship Asmodeus in the form of a woman that they call the goddess of fertility. When you go there during that season, you see people having sex in broad daylight on streets, in cars. Yes, nobody hides anything. They're just doing it publicly. And it is a festival. When you come to Cape Coast, they call something Orange Friday. During that season, you see spirits. Even if you are not strong in the Lord, there is an atmosphere of lust that will sweep across. Are you following you are not strong by the time you realize you have joined them because a certain lustful atmosphere will fill every area if you like try and google 
and understand the negative side of the color orange, you will see it. Are you following? Maybe we'll continue some other time and I'll, I'll give you details on how these things do manifest. All right. <coughs> Somebody say, Papa, please, you have not finished with the colors and their angels. So I said that one is an assignment. Too. I said, I said, please, why do we have days with colors? You see, anytime there is seven, people try to link these seven colors to those seven things that we see. These are seven days in a week, they will link them. Are you following? Uh -huh. And they, they might have meanings based on their um, <coughs> arrangements. All right. So, we will just take time and um, explain these things into bit. I told you that this topic that we have started <coughs> is quite heavy and you have to spend a lot of time to go into details one by one to understand these things. And the gracious Lord will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So the angel who is associated with the angelic mantle and its gift. It is an assignment. Is that not what I said? So, so that you please, I didn't hear about the color black. Black is not a color. So yeah, black is not a color. Black actually speaks of the absence of color. Are you getting it? Yeah, the absence of color is black. It speaks of darkness. And darkness is not really evil. <coughs> darkness is not always evil. Because the Bible said God, he clothed himself with darkness. <laughs> At another point, the Bible said he has clothed himself in light. So that dimensions of God that are dark, and there are dimensions of God that are light. You need to understand these things. If you want to really understand that, I have a message on the podcast, The Mystery God. It will be of a blessing to you. So you can go and download that message and listen to it when it will help you. Okay. Um... Okay. <coughs> so, what's the color of Angel Michael, Daddy? Angel Michael can, according to the assignment that Jesus has given to him, he can manifest in all the colors. Are you following me? Yeah, he can manifest in all the colors because his main work is with Jesus. That is why even the coming of the Lord Jesus 
to the earth again, he will be with Michael, the archangel. He will come with the voice of the archangel. He's the warrior of God. Alright. Why do people represent the Holy Spirit with the seven spirits of God? Based on the assignment of the Holy Ghost on earth. So the assignment of the Holy Spirit on this earth actually the assignment of all the seven spirits of God. Are you getting it? So he has come and he is actually the, manif- the manifestor of the um, kingdom of God. Because inside the Holy Ghost is God's kingdom. The eternal plan of God to be revealed is revealed by the Holy Ghost. So everything that the seven spirits of God are manifesting on this earth is actually the work of the Holy Spirit now. That is why many people say Holy Ghost is the seven spirits of God. That's what they say. Because this earthly assignment is exactly what the seven spirits of God are doing. Are you getting it? Alright. The way people want to know the angels and the colors, the angels and the colors. I think I said it is an assignment too. Please, it's an assignment. Uh, someone says, Sir, please, are there spirits, good or bad, that are activated when we wear colors of certain outfits? I ask this because I've met people that say they can't wear certain colors. It happens to certain people. But if you, the Holy Ghost is at work in you, you can wear any color, activate the work of the Holy Ghost in your life, and you go your way. Are you following? When the Holy Ghost is not at work in your life, some of these things you will still focus on them. But once the Holy Ghost is at work in you, sometimes we even show you what to wear. Yeah. But there are moments where you realize that the Holy Ghost is always advising you to wear some a particular thing, especially on the day you were born in the week. So no, these things are not highly spiritual things. They are matters of the soul. Are you getting it? So every human being here, you have a certain color. You have a certain color your soul loves. Whether you know it or not, you have it. Yes, the menorah with nine branches actually speaking of a certain festival it is speaking of lights manifestation it was it is a festival that the um, Israelites the Jews used to have it is actually the festivities of the Hanukkah yeah exactly so it is just still a manifestation just that they are speaking much more of light as in abundance abundance of God's light that is their main motive great so there are certain days connected that um, everybody that everybody born of a man born of a woman 
has a certain color that you're so loved, whether you know it or not. And most of the times, you love to wear that, you love to wear any、um, clothes in that color on the very day you were born. So maybe you were born on Wednesday and you love the color red. You can decide to wear red on Wednesdays. This one is not a, a, a highly spiritual thing, as in, you know, if you don't wear red on Wednesday, something negative will happen. No, there's nothing like that. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes, because it could be a Wednesday and the Holy Ghost will tell you, wear black. He knows what he's telling you. He, he supersedes everything. Are you getting it? Good. So put that at the back of your life. People of God, may the Lord bless us. May the Lord grant us grace in the name of Jesus. We are going to meet at exactly 12 a.m. GMT for a time of prayer. And God willing, tomorrow is the end of our three days praise and fasting experience. And you would want to release a seed to seal whatever the Lord has released over your destiny, His covering, His protection, everything. So, God willing, tomorrow, after lunch prayer fire, you can just come out of your spirit and release your seed. And the gracious Lord, Will confirm whatever you have started, even in your life, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. God willing, tomorrow evening we will go to church. If not, we would have continued with the message. And we are trying to work on how we can get、um, those online connected to church so that at least you can also listen to some of the teachings and also pray with us live. So,、um, We will just work out what God is doing amazing things in the lives of people. And I believe strongly that if you found yourself here, may the gracious Lord grant you an awesome testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. Right after here, I'm going to upload the message. So please, if you missed anything, you can just go and download it and listen to it. God. Will be of a great blessing to you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you all and keep all of you strong in the name of our Lord Jesus. We shall meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. Don't miss it. The Lord bless you. Shalom. Bye bye. Please accept God willing tomorrow. Everybody is supposed to get salt. Everybody is supposed to get salt, salt, salt for the last session of our prayers and fasting experience. So please don't forget salt, salt, salt. Don't tell me you will not get salt.、Uh, if you tell me, man of God, where I am, I will not get salt. Where are you? Where are you that you will not get salt? Where? It means you are not sleeping in your house. Go back home and take salt. The Lord bless us all. And、yeah, it means you are at the hotel. And I told you, write three things you are believing God to do for you. So write them and also get your salt and join us, God willing, tomorrow afternoon. It is going to be <laughs> a manifestation of heaven on earth. So get ready. If you know anybody that is sick, let the person join. God is going to touch lives in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We shall meet. God bless you all. Shalom.
拜。